My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we read your emails and play your voicemail and read your reviews if we have any. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I'm producer Maria. We got some reviews. This one's from Pharaoh, Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Thank God their brief disappearance from the mm. iTunes podcast channel was scandalous and a mystery unto its own. It was. These ladies are essential. This podcast is inimitable and the only way I want to digest crime or mystery with humor and absurdity. Love all three of you. Thank you. This is from Dr. German. Five stars. This podcast is hilarious and it dives into the best of the best in terms of supernatural occult content. I love how unscripted it is and the humility with which they handle themselves. These (laughs) ladies earn a perfect score for their excellent podcast. Oh, thank you. Uh, Thank you. You've got a five-star review from Austria. Damn, read it, girl. It just says, in quotation marks, podcast. Love it. (laughs) Absolutely love it. And then, yes, the header is yes. And then it just says, podcast. I agree. That's 100% accurate. No notes. Um, (laughs) Here's an email from Marwa. I saw those yellow orange lights when I was seven. It says, hey, ladies, I'm freaking out because on your June 3rd episode, when the FBI psychologist talked about lights on the window that actually happened to me. When I was seven, I shared a room with my mom and three other sisters. One night out of nowhere, I just woke up at exactly 1 a.m. When I looked directly in front of me on my window, there were swirling yellowish orange lights. 
There were seven of these orbs and they're in a spiral. I remember not being afraid, but really confused. So I tried waking everyone up and yelled, hey, guys, wake up. Do you see this? But no one moved at all. My mom is the lightest sleeper I know, and she didn't even budge. A moment later, I was immediately knocked out. I didn't just fall asleep because I remember still talking when I fell out. I woke up at 3 a.m. not knowing what happened, and the lights were gone. I tried uh, waking everyone up again to tell them, but no one moved, so I fell back asleep on my own this time. The next morning, I told my family what had happened, and no one believed me. My mom convinced me that I must have had a dream, but it really didn't feel like one. Hearing this story makes me realize I'm not crazy, and I wonder how many other kids have experienced this too. For me, I only experienced this once. My lights were yellow and orange, but no blue, and I had no sunburns. I really don't know what it is, if I'm being truly honest, but I'm really interested in finding out more, love the pod, and keep up the amazing work. I also made a very rough draft of what the orbs look like and their position, so we could post it on our Instagram, and she she gave us a picture of like what, what it looked like outside her window. Whoa. Really crazy. That's crazy. It's just... Abduct, abducting kids. Yeah. Um, oh, here's one on superstitions uh, from Krista. Honk, honk. It's the web crawler mail bus with an email delivery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a car with my fellow PhD student group. Shout out to everyone getting their higher education degrees who I haven't seen in years. Among the many topics we keep interrupting each other about, someone brought up family superstitions. Uh, oh, interesting. I didn't even know that that was a thing more than the typical don't break a mirror or send this email to 10 friends or you'll have years of bad luck. <laughs> but apparently there are a ton of old family ones. Here are a few that I mentioned. Do not open an umbrella in the house. You have to mm-hmm. leave through the same door you came in. If someone gives you a knife or any kind of blade, you have to pay them even just a penny. Never heard of that. So this might be an interesting mini episode. I know there are lots of other probably much cooler ideas than that. No, Uh, but I'm catching up on episodes. And you also just mentioned that your fan base has a lot of anxiety. So I'll try to tell myself that it's super cool, just like you. Um, You are the only podcast I can actively listen to 10 episodes in a row of and not feel depressed or bored or anything. So thank you for just being yourselves and having discussions and listening to us. I just love you. Web crawlers. Bleep, bloop, blorp. P.S. I teach in a planetarium and I could not finger through the flat earth episodes because holy crap, but I have been loving the aliens and UFO episodes. Amazing. Um, I don't have any family superstitions or personal superstitions. I've heard the umbrella one. Yeah. But that's not like a family one. Yeah, we don't have any family. I like don't walk under ladders. Like that's crazy to do. Like you'd have to be insane to do that. Yeah, but you'd have to be insane. <laughs> I, I'm not superstitious. I don't think surprisingly, I'm not really think of any. But if you're a listener, tell us your superstitions. We'd be interested in knowing. Let's play some VMs. Let's start with our coolest oh, voicemail if we can. That's the first one I sent. So normally what happens is we don't listen to the voicemails until we play them on the episode. Like I just go through them. But Maria, a few days ago was so excited about this voicemail. She sent it to us and was like, oh my God, <laughs> you guys are going to die. And we died. Because on our, because on um, the email, it comes to me through email. So it says like so-and-so called and usually it will just give the text of what people are saying. And um, I'll just skim through it, you know, just like as I'm 
putting stuff together. But then when I was on my email, I saw like, hey, it's um, uh, Jorge Garcia. And I was, and that caught my eye. So I clicked on it and started reading it. And I was like, well, this is fake, right? But then I played it and I was like, oh, no, 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 that's his voice. And it's him. <laughs> Insane. Insane. You literally were like, you're going to die. You're going to die. You need to respond to me before I send this. You're going to die. <laughs> I was like driving. I was like, ah, what? And I listened to it. I was like, no <laughs> i paused screaming. it like four times i got so excited i thought it was gonna throw up i have to say I-, I can't log into my facebook because someone changed the password and i like never sought to change it back but in college uh my literal facebook picture was i photographed a photo of myself in a bikini on the island with hurley and that was my <laughs> facebook photo through all of college like i was That's obsessed amazing. my um um, uh, my friend just gave me this last <gasps> night, a little Hurley Dharma bobblehead. Whoa. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Isn't that neat? Like we're like legit fans. So this was a big deal for us to get this voicemail. Hold that up again, Allie. I'm going to take a screenshot. Okay. It's been taken. <laughs> but <laughs> I look bad. I look bad. You're laughing because I look no, bad. No, 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 no. You don't. No, no. You don't look bad. Me and Melissa couldn't be happier, and you look so serious, looking off into the distance. Well, I'm going to send it to you. It's so funny. Okay, move on. Okay, <laughs> let's play this, baby. Here's the voice. Buckle up, guys. Hi, web crawlers. Oh this God. is uh, Jorge Garcia. I played Hurley on Lost. Yeah, you did. Yeah, duh. Um, imagine <laughs> my surprise to see Lost pop up on uh, my web crawler's podcast. So he listens to our show. Yes, that's um, insane. Sorry, you hated the ending. <laughs> Apologies to John Tenney for um, causing his breakup. Although, Amazing. I guess in the long run, it's all for the best. <laughs> and, um, oh. Polar bears. So, in order to keep the island hidden, um, it would constantly have to be moved. And to do so, you had to turn the wheel down on the ice station in the orchid. However, whoever turned the wheel would immediately be teleported to Tunisia. That's right. No man wanting to stay in charge on the island and yet be able to move it, train polar bears to turn that wheel. Oh, and so the polar bears would end up in Tunisia. Right. Which is why Charlotte finds the polar bear skeleton in the desert. So, oh. uh, does that explain the polar bears in <laughs> <laughs> uh, love I love him. Ending could be a little work. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, thanks. Well, well, well. <laughs> I mean... I feel so blessed. Uh, if you're listening now, I just want to say we are like the big, I was the biggest fan. Like I literally every Monday, I think it was on Mondays. Maybe I can't remember what day. I Lost think was it on. was Mondays. Yeah. My friend had like a screen or his dad had a screening room in his house and we would all go. It was like 15 of us. And like some people would get dressed up and we would watch Lost and then we would like talk about it after it was like such a thing. Um, I love it so much. So when I, um, I named one of my external hard drives the Dharma Initiative, that you're such and a I dork. had the little Dharma. <laughs> you could change the icons when you could change yeah. the folder icons. I downloaded all the lost icons and oh my god, wow! I cool. love it. Well, what a blessing! What a treat! Thank you so much for listening and calling in. Seriously, that's such. What a gift. What a gift. Seriously, that was like so cool. Yeah, I told my parents, I was like, 
we reviewed, we did an episode on a show and an actor from the show called in. And they were like, oh, people listen to your podcast, honey? I was like, <laughs> some people. So well, I played it for Martin and he was like, oh my God. <laughs> so at least someone was excited. Yeah. So thank you for that. All right. Well, let's do the next one. There's no way it's going to live up. It's not going to be nearly. I'm it's so gonna sorry. Suck, I'm so but... sorry to this person. <laughs> hey, this is Anna. This is a me- message for whatever. <laughs> Actually, it is as good. It's just as good. To your um, Bill and Misty episode. Um, funny story, I'm actually from Hartville, Ohio. I go to that, oh. well, not go to that Burger King, it's really <gasps> gross. But I go by there all the time. I live in Hartville. I know yeah. a ton of the people that were in the documentary. Oh and my God. funny thing, actually, Missy is my brother's girlfriend's mom. I was watching it and what? I was like, that's so weird. She looks so familiar. Yeah. It's my freaking brother's girlfriend's mom. That's wild. <sighs> crazy. But it was just so weird seeing, like, everything. And I'm like, this is crazy. Another weird thing, the girl that was murdered is my roommate's second cousin. So like, insane. what? Why am I, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> it just was really weird to watch it and, like, see all these people that I know in the documentary. It's like, I remember when this happened because the um, girl that was murdered, her sister worked with me. And I just remember... All of that going down. It was crazy. Harville, Ohio is it's a great place, but also, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Lived there all my life though. And <laughs> proud to be a Harvillian, I guess. <laughs> um, never going to that Burger King. Um, that's all I got to say. Love you, web crawlers. Y'all are absolutely incredible. Love your show. I've been listening to y'all for like I think since the one episode about sleep terrors night terrors all that stuff anyway Mm. listen to you religiously you all got me through the pandemic i love you um yeah when so and that missy crazy stuff ciao that's bonkers that's so crazy truly insane um hi could i please talk to the uh the web crawlers this is us. Um, <laughs> this is she. Okay, I'm kind of just kidding. Um, but I was okay, listening to Mailbag episode, and I was thinking about how I always feel when I leave a voicemail, um, like like I'm calling, like I'm like eight years old, and I'm calling my friend at their parents' house, and I have to ask for them, <laughs> and I feel embarrassed. And I don't, I, I don't know why. Um, I, I grew up at the, at the tail end of, uh, a world in which you would have to, to call your friends at home and ask, ask for them to come to the phone. I remember um, that. And that. Oh, yes. I guess I never got used to it. Uh, anyways, thought you guys might think that was funny. <laughs> Thanks. That is funny. Like, hey, is, is Tracy home? Yeah. Is Matt there? <laughs> Hi, is Amanda? Hi, uh, this is Maria. Is Amanda there? <laughs> Do you remember like your parents would be like, you have to be very polite. Like, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Blank. Like, this is Allie speaking. May I please like talk with Blank if they're available? <laughs> I, can- I still can't call parents by their first names. Oh, it's no. impossible for me to do. No way. 
you shall always be Mr. or Mrs. to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, mm-hmm. I will never be on your level. <laughs> I will always will be lesser never. than you. Yeah. <laughs> My mouse is like out of batteries and it won't move. It's pretty annoying. Uh-oh. Oh. You'll have to be in the Zoom forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my concern, honestly. This message is for the web. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Um, I've been trying to build up the confidence to call in again, but I wanted to tell you guys my UFO stories. So mm. when I was uh, around seven, um, I moved into a house in a complex where I was literally the first house they finished on the whole street. Congrats. So there was no light pollution whatsoever. So my brother wow. and I would lay out on our trampoline at night and just stargaze because it was the most stars we'd ever seen before. That's nice. It's beautiful. Not can't see that anymore because there's too many houses. But anyway, the first ever UFO I saw, I was pointing out satellites and I had just learned about the International Space Station and that was saying, I wonder if that one's the International Space Station. I wonder if that one's the International Space but you know, because I was seven. I, shit you not, I was tracking a satellite from one horizon to the other, and it changed direction full on 90 degrees. Satellites don't do that. So that was my first ever UFO story. Second one was also at my house, but more more people had moved in. And I had realized now that we live next to an airport, so planes would fly over all the time. I was, again, stargazing. We were actually out on our deck playing a card game after dinner, and so I was staring up through our flat kind of overpass thingy. I don't know. You could see through it. It was just vertical flights of wood. And I saw something moving across the sky blocking out the stars and it was so 
big that it was close enough. It should have made a ginormous sound, but it was dead silent. And it was in the shape of a stingray, which I'd never seen before, but like lit from above. So I could see the outline of it because it was lit from above and because of all the stars it was blocking. And I pointed up to it. And I'm like, do you guys see that? Do you see that? And my brother, he described to me before I ever said to him what I saw exactly what it was. The third one, what actually got me believing in Mothman, if you can believe it or not, and gave me, I think, quite unique theory about aliens on Earth at the moment. Hello, web crawlers. It's me again. <laughs> That's happened to me before, but this is actually the first time I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> good. Cool. Um, so That's great. That. <laughs> it's good anyway, to hear. My third UFO story. <laughs> I was in uh, Lava Hot Springs in Idaho. I had never known any of the creepy stories about Lava Hot Springs before I'd gone there and had this story. We were all out in the little backyard of this Airbnb we were renting. Totally going to do that again. Loved it. And we were, they were around a fire and I was telling my mom's teacher friend about my UFO stories. And so I was literally pointing up at the sky when what I would describe as either a ginormous, huge fucking bird or a parasailer so, or a paraglider, whichever one is the stiff winged aircraft. It was literally that big flew oh from God. left to right in the span of less than a second. And I was looking up, the house blocked one side and the trees blocked the other. So it only it only went about 20, 30 feet in that span. But it was so close that it, it blocked out almost my entire view. It had to be less than 50 feet above it. And again, dead silent. Oh no engine noise whatsoever. That That's the first thing that ever made me believe in Mothman because it was the shape of Mothman. It was the speed. It, 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 it made no noise. I mean, it had to have been some sort of animal or some psycho paragliding at night, which is illegal. <laughs> um, anyway, which that's is illegal. Psycho. Because <laughs> um, way back when the government first discovered aliens at Roswell or whatever, and people believe that that's when the secret government or the black government split off from the puppet government. Anyway, this sounds so crazy, but my theory is that section of government that started to deal with humanity connecting with aliens, I think we made some sort of political deal about refugeeing aliens. And I think Mothman was the first set of refugees were brought in. And I think it was like less than a hundred. So that's why we were okay with it. And then this is where it gets unique, I think. That's like our show pitch. Bigfoot was the second group of refugees that we brought in. Because that's around the time when people started seeing them and documenting presence of them. And I think Bigfoot and Mothman are alien refugees that we took in. So give with that Whoa. one, if you will. I like it. Um, I like I'm it actually not nervous to talk to you guys. I love this so much. Thank you, guys. I love I think that's I'm that's on called board. immersion therapy. That's immersion therapy yes. is when you call in and you call in and you learn to not feel anxiety anymore. A hundred percent. I like Wow. I like that. Okay. I like the I like that theory. Foot. I do too. And they just drop them in the forests, like in like the Bye. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, You live here now. Yeah, like figure it and out. And they just have to deal. Yeah. Yeah, it's like survivor, like survivor alien. 
<laughs> survivor <laughs> alien just fiji it's just full of like we got mothman yeah. bigfoot a yeti chupacabra for a million dollars who would survive who do you think would win of all the cryptids who would win on the survivor oh. well you gotta outwit edition. outlast outsmart <laughs> uh Maybe Jersey Devil. I mean, like, I think it honestly would come uh, down to, like, smart, who's though. the meanest. Oh, you, that is true. You have to be You got to be smart, smart, though. I would maybe Moth. Are any of them smart? I, I mean, don't know. I look at, like, Moth. I look yeah, at. I don't know. Um, like, they're a bunch Sasquatch of fools. Like, dunces. Yeah, he looks like a big fool. Yeah. Sasquatch, Bigfoot. They're out first. For yeah. Sure. They're gone. You guys are fools. Although they'd be good at the competitions. Yeah, so. they're strong. <laughs> are they strong or are they just big? I would think they're strong. They're probably like, yeah, they got to be strong. Hmm. Puckwudgie would be in there. Uh, Maybe Puckwudgie Puck would win. Jer- yeah. Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. Yeah. Puckwudgie, he's probably clever and funny. Underdog. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He's the underdog. Puckwudgie <laughs> takes it all. I yeah. Puckwudgie for the win. <laughs> Crawlers. I'm not walking a dog, so if I sound like I'm fighting for my life, it's because I am. Um, the dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm listening to a mailbag episode or a mini episode. I don't know. It's Thursday, and you guys brought up McDonald's, the ice cream machine. So yes. I heard a small rant and small complaint about the McDonald's ice cream machine. It probably got me into a car accident. <gasps> so I went what? to Las Vegas to visit my friend, minding my own business. We're drunk. We're not driving. We're not stupid. We called a roommate and we're like, please can pick us up. We really want McDonald's ice cream. She starts driving around and we went to like six different McDonald's and none of them had ice cream. And oh my God. That's like, insane. These are bitches are so fucking annoying. Like, and when you know, a man hits us, like he owns us, and like a resident of the neighborhood. So he's in a truck and we're like in a Honda fit or something, nothing, you know. We're like running around these back, get hit, and we get out of the car immediately because they're like, we're going to die from the fumes of the airbags. We get out, and the person in the truck isn't getting out of the truck. We're like, what the fuck? Like, why aren't you getting out of the truck? What? Like, is he okay? Is he alive? Is he dead? We're like, already calling him that. Already called the police. I'm like, fuck it. What if this guy's dead or, like, dying and we didn't do anything? I'm a screen door. I do not, I do not care about <laughs> Apparently, things. They're like, "What if he's in a blind rage?" What's happening? Open the door. No one in the fucking car. No one in the car. Anyone else? Because it's Las Vegas. Like, there's only people only have like three animals. It's like a horse, a peacock, and a chihuahua there. What? Maybe a cat. What? If you're like a weirdo. But there's a peacock like screaming in the background because we've woken it. I have no idea. No what's man going on. in sight and beer cans all in the back bed of the truck and like everywhere. Beer so, cans. Did a ghost hit us, or did somebody literally hit and jump out of the car and run? I don't know. Okay, um, both say this probably wouldn't have happened if McDonald's just had that fucking ice cream machine working the first time. Okay, thanks. Bye. Um, I couldn't understand a lot of that, but what I guess, so she got <laughs> hit by a car and then went over to the car and there was nobody in it? Yeah, but, but I mean, it seems cans? like someone, someone probably... And then there was a peacock or something. Yeah, I yeah, I Bird. don't. I, don't. I what I'm gathering from that is she went to they went to six different McDonald's. They there started was no ice cream. Bad. They they started bad mouthing McDonald's. 
the Hamburglar got word. He jumped in his truck. Yes. And he rushed over. Yes. He hit them. He saw the damage he'd done, and he got the hell out of there. Now we're talking. That's exactly what happened. Yes. Case closed, Your Honor. Okay. Hi, this message is for the web crawlers. Uh, my name's Jess. Um, I'm calling because I just recently... God, I can't get my <laughs> words out correctly. I just recently listened to the podcast about toys and, like, the controversial mm. toys, and it like unlocked some weird childhood memory that I had <laughs> and I kind of completely forgot about it. Maybe just blocked out of my Sorry. memory. But um, yeah, um, I have this distinct memory. I don't know if you guys remember those books back maybe in the nineties that had like a little recording thing on the side and you push the buttons and it would like play like a tune, like a song. Oh yeah. Um, well, I had one of those books when I was a kid and it, it used to play like Christmas carols. And so I used to play with that all the time in my closet. And I remember this one time, I pushed the buttons and all the songs had changed. And so instead of playing like a Christmas carol, it started playing like Happy In a Birthday. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, a little star, like all these recognizable kids songs. It was so weird. And I told my dad, I remember, and he, he tried to explain it as being like some sort of weird, like frequency change or maybe they're all like stored on there already. But I mean, this was like 90s technology. So i highly doubt it had the capacity to hold all these different songs so i don't know i thought that was really weird and then it made me think of this other time when i was even younger i had this like play telephone and you would Uh like turn the little dials and it would play like a little recorded message but i have this memory like of distinctly hearing like a real conversation one time and i remember telling my dad again and he tried to play it off like oh Maybe it's like you're picking up a frequency from like a a baby uh, monitor or something That's like that. Terrifying! But you were in science. I, I think yeah. it's really it was weird. Your dad was Mel Gibson I in science. Feel like that shit was haunted, <laughs> or maybe I was haunted, or there's demons or something. But I just am curious what you guys think, and if anyone else has ever experienced something like this, like with a weird frequency or anything like that, because. I I completely forgot about it until we talked started talking about how Furbies were like saying weird shit or Elmo was like encouraging his kids to murder someone or something. So anyway, love you guys. Bye. Elmo was encouraging a kid to murder (laughs) someone. He was. Well, if it's a play telephone, how would you pick up other frequencies? That's crazy. Uh, it was cursed. Um, I'm sorry, but it was. Cursed. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> I, sorry, I think you're cursed. The only explanation. I'm so sorry. I watched last night. Um, the Conjuring, the Devil made me do it. <gasps> How was How it? How was it? It was okay. I mean, the, all those movies are kind of like fine, but it was fun. It was yeah. like a good time. It was interesting. It was different from the other ones. It was. It was good. I love Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga yeah. as a couple. As a team, I love they how are, they play those. Oh, as those, how they play those characters is so real and like legit. And you're just like, all right, I'm on board, you guys. Yeah. Let's go. Like, yes, <laughs> they have chemistry. I'm like, let's. They should play the couple in every single movie. They have chemistry for days. Mom and dad, let them in. Let mom and dad play mom and dad. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Well, guys, thank you for all these voicemails. Thank you, um, Jorge Garcia. I mean, like, am I ever going to be able to stop GarageBand or, or, I mean, like, what do I even do with my mouse? Oh, your mouse? Oh. (laughs) The space bar stops the recording. Oh, okay, good. 
Um, all so right. Don't press it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, please continue to call and leave reviews, join our Patreon and all that good stuff. I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And I, producer Maria. Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.